Hallelujah. Thy loving kindness is better than life. Thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee. Thy loving kindness is better than life. Thy loving kindness is better than life. Thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee. Thy loving kindness is better than life. Father, once again, we want to thank you for your loving kindness over each one of our lives. Lord, your loving kindness is evident in this house. Your loving kindness is evident in this house. Your loving kindness is evident in all these testimonies, O oh Lord God. And we lift our hearts to bless your holy name once again this night, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your preservation over our lives, our destinies, our assignments in this land. Father, thank you. Thank you, Father. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's be seated in God's presence. Tonight, we would be praying on the topic of an upright walk with God. And I want us to turn to Genesis 17. But before we look into that, in Genesis 15, we see God calling Abram into a covenant. And he tells Abram that he is giving, them, giving him a land. He said, from the boundary of the river of Egypt to the boundary of the river Euphrates, this land I'm giving you, and I'm giving it for your descendants. And at that point of time, Abram is looking for his descendants. He says, I don't know. I have only Eliezer here. Whom are you talking about, God? But let's remember, God's promises are far higher, far bigger, and far above what we can ask or imagine. And he has made provisions much ahead of time. Before Abram's descendants came, God already earmarked their boundaries. And tonight I'm here to encourage you once again. God has prepared things for you much ahead of time. He's a preparer. He goes way ahead and prepares things for you so that you can take possession of it. But the only thing he asks, and that's where we come to Genesis 17. And I read from verse 1. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. You know, Abram had a land prepared for him. Abram had God's promise with him. But Abram took a small detour. Abram had to heed to the voice of Sarah. God said, from Egypt to Euphrates, I'm giving you. And Abram could not find a descendant. So Sarah said, I have somebody from Egypt. You can use that. And that's where Abram took a small detour. 
And that's after that, after Hagar, after Ishmael, God comes back to Abram and says, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. Tonight, he's telling to each one of us, walk before me and be blameless. Walk before me and be blameless. God calls us for an upright walk. One, because he is almighty and he can set our pasts right. I don't know what you came with here. I don't know what sort of detours you have gone through before. But God who is able to correct the detour of Abraham and God who is able to bless the detour of Abraham is able to bless you even tonight. He is able to bless you even tonight. And I want you to rise up and let's start praying. God dealt with Ishmael even before he assured Abraham. In Genesis 16 verse 13, he said to Hagar, Behold, you are with child, and you shall bear a son, and you shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has heard your affliction. You see, and then later he comes and tells Abram, I will bless Ishmael as well. So whatever detour Abram took, I'm not taking it as, as, a, as a tolerance for us, but God is mindful of our mistakes, and he is able to make something out of it. So tonight, the first prayer that we are going to pray is, God, wherever detours I have taken, wherever there has been consequences of a disorderly walk, whatever has been a disorderly walk in me, wherever there has been consequences of it, heal it in Jesus' name. Heal it in Jesus' name. Pray, church. Pray. Take this moment of time. We have reached the half of this year. How did you begin this year and where are you right now in your walk with God? Has there been detours? Has there been any area where you have slipped? My God is able to uphold you. My God who has upheld me till this point of time, he is able to uphold you. Would you turn that into a prayer and say, God, as you have healed, as we have seen you in, in the life of our forefathers, in the life of Abraham, God, heal any disorderly walk. Heal me from the consequences of any disorderly walk in the name of Jesus. You are the Lord who buries our transgressions. You are the Lord who subdues our iniquities. You are the Lord who remembers them no more when we confess to you. Father, where there has been a disorderly walk in me, where I have walked contrary to your word, where I have slipped and fell, O oh Lord, lift me up. O oh Lord, lift me up. O oh Lord, lift me up. O oh Lord, from all those consequences, heal me, my Father. Heal me, my Father, for, from wrong decisions. Heal me from, uh, from wrong counsels that if I have listened to and I have walked. Father, heal me in the name of Jesus. Heal me from the consequences. God, you promised Ishmael to be great. And Lord, we see that in this land. Father, whatever have been the consequences of, of my slipping, Lord, heal them in Jesus' name. Heal them in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now we're going to pray, God, deliver me from henceforth from any sort of a disorderly walk. You have called me 
to walk upright. Father, deliver me henceforth. Deliver me henceforth. Pray, church. Father, I surrender my walk ahead into your hands. Father, keep my feet from failing. Keep my feet from falling. Lord, order my path because your word says that you order the paths of the just and you cause them to shine like the noonday sun. Lord, order my paths and as I walk in your word, as I walk in the light of your word, cause my paths to shine. 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 Lord, as I walk in your word, cause my paths to shine in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. God calls us for an upright walk because he wants me and my generation, you and your generation, to be known by his covenant. To be known by his covenant. In Genesis 17, 2, he said, walk before me and be blameless, and I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. And in verse 10, we see, this is the covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of her foreskins and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. Now, remember, Abram was from Mesopotamia where there was no circumcision prevalent at that point of time. So what he was establishing in Abram was an identity that he and his generation will be called of a people who have come into the Lord. Many of us have been called by the Lord as first-timers into, into this faith. And we are going to pray, God, let my walk establish my generations after me. Let my walk establish my generations after me. Let my walk with you establish my generations after me, that we would be found faithfully following God at all points of time. That we would be found faithfully following God. We would be found faithfully following God. For all those of you who have godly parents, children, for those of you who have godly parents, thank the Lord for parents who are following and walking in God's ways. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for, for our fathers who are walking, even our spiritual fathers, O oh Lord. Father, who are walking in your ways because of which we are blessed tonight. Because of which we can stand here in an even place in the congregation of the righteous. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's quickly look to Ephesians 2, 11. Somebody is there before me, you may please read. Yes. Mm. Yes, let's look, quickly turn to Colossians 2, 11 as well. Yes. Mm. 
Yes. Yes. You who were called uncircumcision by the people, so-called circumcision people, you and I were called uncircumcision physically. But in Christ, we are now circumcision in the flesh. We have an identity in Christ. And here, our prayer is going to be based on Ephesians 2.10. We who have an identity in Christ, we are going to pray. For we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So what's the prayer? God, let my walk order my works aright. Let my walk order my works aright in the name of Jesus. I was once uncircumcision. I was once of the outside of the commonwealth of Israel. I was once an unknown. But Lord, you have called me into your kingdom. You have circumcised me and you have made an identity in me of you. Father, let my works reveal. Let my works reveal. Let my works reveal my identity in Christ. Let my walk always be that which reflects Christ. Let my walk always reflect Christ in Jesus' name. Let my works align to my walk. Let my works align to my walk. Let what I do speak of who you are in my life. Let what I do, let how I study, how I do my work, how I relate to others speak of who you are in my life. Speak of who you are in my life. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. We go back to Genesis 17. He calls us to walk upright because he wants us to be established in that identity that he has called us to be. He told to Abram, no longer I call you Abram, I'm calling you Abraham because that is what I have purposed you to be. So don't try to walk like Abraham when I've called you to be Abraham. Don't try to walk like a father of a son when I've called you to be a father of nations. That's what God was telling Abraham over there. Colossians 2, 6 and 7. Colossians 2, 6 and 7. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Yes. That's what we are going to pray. You have called us in Christ. Help me to walk in Christ at all times. Rooted in the faith. Rooted in the faith. Our brother was able to stand every storm because he was rooted in the faith. He knew the God who rebukes the storm. So we're going to turn again to prayer. Wherever we are finding situations where the winds and the waves are bellowing at us, Lord, help me to walk rooted in Christ. Help me to walk rooted in Christ. Turn that to a prayer church. Help me to walk, Lord, rooted in Christ with my faith firmly established in Him. With my faith firmly established in Him. Help me to walk rooted in Christ, O God. 
in the name of Jesus. Help me to walk unwaveringly, O God. Lord, help me to walk unwaveringly. Let not doubt take over my walk, O Father. Let not doubt and circumstances take over my walk. Help me to walk unwaveringly in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. He wants us to walk upright because He wants our generations to fulfill their destinies. He wants our generations to fulfill their, generation, their destinies. When He said to Abraham in Genesis 17, He said in verse 6 of Genesis 17, He said, I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. You see, in Matthew, when Matthew writes the lineage of uh, genealogy of Jesus, he says, from 14 generations of Abram came David. Now, when Abram walked, Abram never knew David would come. Your David shall come in Jesus' name. Your David shall come in Jesus' name. You shall walk upright to fulfill that promise in Jesus' name. That's what we are going to pray. God, let my walk order my generations right that the royal priesthood that my children should be will continue. Pray, church. Let my walk, Lord, bless my generations ahead. Let my walk bless my generations ahead, that the children ahead of me, Lord, they would be found serving in your courts. They would be found as the royal priesthood that you have called them to be. Father, establish the Davids after me. Establish the Davids after me. Let my walk be upright so that my generation shall be right before you. That my generation shall rule before you. That the generation shall possess the kingdom before you. Father, order my walk aright. Order my walk aright. Grant me grace, O Lord, to walk upright before you. To be blameless before you. To be blameless before you at all times in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. We have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Genesis 17, 7, it said, And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. To be God to you and your descendants after you. Abraham at that point of time did not know he had a descendant after him to whom God would be God. Tonight I speak to everyone who is expectant over here. God shall fulfill his promise to be God to your children in the name of Jesus. God shall fulfill his promise to be God to your children and the children after your children in the name of Jesus. Father, continue in your faithfulness to our generations, O God. Father, continue in your faithfulness towards our generations, O God. As we walk with you, Lord, continue in your faithfulness towards our children, O Lord God. They might be going this way, that way, but Lord, we know you will order their steps aright. Father, bring our children back to you to be their God in the name of Jesus. Where they have gone astray, 
Father, correct them as a loving father, O God, and be their God in the name of Jesus. Be their descendants, be our descendants, God, at all times, O God, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. He wants us to walk upright because He wants us to walk by faith and not by sight. When God promised Abraham first time, what God saw, what Abraham saw was, God, I only have Eliezer here. Then, that was in Genesis 15 too. He said, why do you say all this saying, I only have Eliezer of Damascus over here. How do you say all this? Next time God promised, he said, God, I have Ishmael over here. Bless Ishmael, please. But God said, no. Your Isaac is coming. It is to him my covenant is coming. Your Isaac is coming. Your Isaac is coming. God always locates his promise before he provides his blessing. God always locates his promise before he provides the blessing. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, I receive my Isaac in the name of Jesus. I receive my Isaac. Father, in my walk with you, Lord, I walk by faith and not by sight. Everywhere my sight has gone contrary to your word, Lord, I repent tonight and I receive of your Isaac. I receive of your Isaac. I receive of your Isaac. Lord, where my understanding has brought down your word, Lord, tonight I lift up my eyes of faith unto you. I lift my eyes up unto the heavens from where my help comes from and I receive my Isaac in the name of Jesus. Lord, order my walk and keep it upright so that my Isaac shall come in the name of Jesus. Order my walk and keep it upright in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. You know, the New Testament relates to us as Isaac. Galatians 4, 28. Galatians 4. Verse 28. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. But, continuing to verse 29, but as he who was born according to the flesh then persecuted him who was born according to the spirit, even so it is now. Even so it is now. You see, in our walk, we are called to walk in the spirit, but always the flesh comes. Always the flesh comes and the enemy uses the flesh, what we see, what we hear, what is around us to deter this walk in the spirit that God has called us to. Galatians 4 verse 16. Galatians 4 verse 16. Four, six, sorry. Five sixteen. sorry. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Read that with Romans where we see, where we see those who are the children of God are led by the Spirit. We are going to pray, God, 
lead me. Spirit of God, in my walk with you, lead me always in the name of Jesus. Father, for my walk to be upright, Spirit of God, lead me in the name of Jesus. In my everyday walk with you, Lord, lead me in the name of Jesus. Help me to discern the voice of the Spirit. Help me to discern and recognize what you say, O God. Help me to understand what you are saying, O Spirit of God. From the cry of my flesh, help me to discern. Help me to understand that which is of you and that which is of the flesh. Help me to understand and walk in accordance to your leading, Holy Spirit. Help me to understand and walk in accordance to your will, Holy Spirit. Help me to develop that companionship with you as I walk with you. The Bible says Enoch walked with God and he was not because God took him. Lord, help me to walk in the understanding of who you are. Help me to understand and walk as Enoch walked. Help me to understand and walk with you, O God, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Lastly, God wants us to walk upright because He wants to fulfill His word in His time speedily. Verse 21 of Genesis 17, He said, But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this set time next year. At this set time next year. In other words, he was telling Abraham, Abraham, now please walk aright so that you do not become a deterrent to what is going to happen. So that you do not become a deterrent to what I have purposed. And that's what we are going to pray. God, help me to walk upright so that my flesh and that of all that is not of you in me will not become a deterrent to what you have promised to fulfill in my life. Pray, church. Lord, help me to walk upright so that your word would be fulfilled speedily in me. Father, help me to walk upright so that your word would be fulfilled speedily in me. Help me to walk upright so that your word would be fulfilled speedily in the name of Jesus. Help me to walk upright so that your word would be fulfilled speedily in me in the name of Jesus. Lord, remove every deterrent in me. Remove every deterrent that causes your word to not come to pass. That would hinder your word from coming to pass. Lord, remove every deterrent in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And so, Father, we thank you once again for this night. For you are a God who is able to fulfill your word in us. You are a God who is able to turn around every situation for us and cause all things to work together for our good. Lord, we have seen you are able at all times. We have seen and we have heard, O oh God. Lord, help us to walk upright so that we would see your word to come, come to pass speedily concerning every unanswered situation, concerning every trouble, concerning every concern in our hearts. Lord, help us to walk upright so that we would see your word working in our lives in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Clap your hands for the Lord, please. Praising the Lord always. Praising the Lord. Old way.
praising the Lord, praising the Lord with all my heart. Praising the Lord with all my heart, oh. Praising the Lord, praising the Lord, oh. Praising the Lord, always. Praising the Lord, praising the Lord with all my with all my heart. Praising the Lord with all my heart, always. Hallelujah, my Lord. Hallelujah, my Lord is good. Hallelujah, my Lord is good. Is so good to me. In Jesus' name, we are praised. Shortly, we shall be praying. Please, let's be seated briefly. And in this section of prayers, we shall be declaring deliverance and victory for every one of his own in this hall. Every member of the bread of life. Hallelujah. And to take us further in these prayers, I just want us to see some scriptures. I want us to know that deliverance first answers to the word of God, to the word of God. Every time you locate the word in scripture, it procures your deliverance. Hallelujah. Jesus was speaking in Luke chapter 4 verse 18. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captive. To preach deliverance to the captive. So, your deliverance is anchored in the word. That is why every prayer tonight, we are going to be anchoring it on the word of God. If you look at the story of Joseph in Psalm 105, verse 19, the Bible said that until the time that his word came and the word of, Lord, of God tried him, the king then sent to lose him, and even the ruler of the people let him go free. Until his word came, he never went free. So when your word come, you take full delivery of your deliverance. Hallelujah. So as we shall be praying tonight, I want you to take full hold of the word of God, and your deliverance shall be released unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. One more thing I want you to know is that God is the God that commands deliverance. But we need to take delivery of it. Hallelujah. He commands it. He releases it. But we need to take it up. Amen. If you will not receive deliverance, it may not manifest. You need to receive it. You need to take delivery of it by yourself. That's why the Bible said, Deliver yourself, O Zion. Second Timothy 2.26. And they that may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his way. So you need to recover yourself tonight. Are you ready to do that? Are you ready to decree tonight? Are you ready to decree tonight? Let us rise up on our feet. Hallelujah. You are going to be lifting up your hands and say, Father, tonight is my night of deliverance. I receive deliverance in my life. I receive deliverance in my finances. I receive deliverance in everything that concerns me. 
In the mighty name of Jesus. Now begin to proclaim. Say, Lord, tonight, I receive deliverance for every facet of my life. I receive total deliverance by the word of God tonight. I receive deliverance in my marriage. I receive deliverance for my children. I receive deliverance for my finances. In my spiritual life, I am delivered. I am delivered by the authority in the word of the Lord. My father, my father, I take full delivery of my deliverance tonight. It shall not escape me. 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 In the name of Jesus. Palama. de Montosia. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are praying. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. The Bible said, until the time that his word came, Father, let my word of deliverance locate me even now. There is a word of deliverance for you, but it needs to locate you to manifest. Lord, that word that will bring about my deliverance. I may not be preaching tonight, but God can drop that word in your spirit that will bring about your deliverance. Nobody might be standing in the altar to preach again tonight, but that word is available. Lord, let my word of deliverance locate me tonight. Lord Jesus, even as I leave this place, let my word of deliverance that will try me and break every chain, let it locate me. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus, my Father and my God, let my word come. Let my word come. Let my word come. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. There is one thing I want us to pray about, the spirit of humility. You might be wondering, how does it affect deliverance? 2 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 7. They have humbled themselves. Therefore, I will deliver them. They have humbled themselves. Therefore, will I deliver them. Most times, we are kept in captivity by our arrogance. By our pride. But we are going to pray and say, Lord, let every spirit of pride drop off my life now. I humble myself at the feet of your word. Let not arrogance keep me in captivity. That was what brought the devil down. My father, my God, any area of my life where pride might be keeping me in captivity. Lord, I relinquish it tonight. I overcome it tonight. I overcome it tonight. I overcome it tonight. I surrender myself unto you for a work of deliverance. I surrender myself unto you for a work of deliverance. I surrender myself unto you for a work of deliverance. Lord, humble me tonight and cause my deliverance to come on every side, 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 on every side. On every side, on every side, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. We have prepared ourselves. Now we'll go into thorough 
deliverance prayers. You are going to say after me, Oh Lord! Say it like you mean it. Oh God! Deliver me from every lineage course, every yokes and spares, every invocations and satanic incantations looming around my destiny by the power of your word. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, begin to pray. Say, oh God, deliver me from every form of lineage causes, every yokes, every spell, every invocations and satanic incantations that may be looming around my family. Let every lineage cause be broken off my life tonight. Let the Lord hear your voice. Let every lineage cause be terminated from my life. In the name of Jesus, every yoke be destroyed. Right now, every spell that will be cast over my destiny be shattered tonight. Be shattered tonight. Every incantation that will be made over my family, I command you be broken. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Oh God, deliver me from every ancestral powers, every occultic powers, every powers of Hinduism, every powers of witchcraft and sorceries that are causing limitation in my life. And my entire family, in the name of Jesus, open your mouth, begin to pray now. Lord my God, deliver me from every ancestral powers, occultic powers, Hinduism powers, witchcraft powers, sorcery powers that are causing limitation, dryness in my life, in my family. Deliver me tonight. Every one of us, let every such powers be terminated tonight. Be terminated tonight. Be terminated tonight. In the name of Jesus, I receive deliverance from every occultic powers and sensual powers crawling along my lineage. Every powers of Hinduism holding me down. I receive deliverance by the power in the name of Jesus. I am free from such powers. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Oh God, deliver me tonight from every powers of evil delays. Every powers of near success syndrome working against my life. In the name of Jesus. Now open your mouth, begin to pray. Powers of evil delay. What you are supposed to get in one year, you will spend 10 years. What you are supposed to get in one month, you are spending six months. There are powers of evil delay at work. 
be broken tonight. Every power delay my prophetic destiny. Delay my manifestation. I command you be broken. In the name of Jesus. Near success syndrome. I almost got it. I, I was almost admitted. Hey, I almost got that promotion. Hey, I almost got this. I almost got that. But you are never getting it. There is a power of near success syndrome. It must be broken from our life tonight. Oh God, terminate every yoke of near success syndrome that is holding me down. Be broken tonight. Be destroyed tonight. I shatter every yoke of near success syndrome for my children, for my life, for everyone around me. As I go forth, I will succeed. I will not get halfway and fail. In the name of Jesus, terminate every powers of necessary syndrome. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You are going to pray and say, Father, deliver me from every powers of false accusation. All satanic forces attracting evil to my life. Terminating God's blessing in my life. Now open my begin to pray, Lord, I take deliverance from every powers causing me to be falsely accused. What I did not do, they will say you did it. False accusation against my life, against my children, I command it to be broken tonight. I will not be falsely accused. I refuse it in the name of Jesus. I will not be falsely accused on my behalf. My father, whatsoever is causing men to accuse me falsely, in my place of work, they are accusing me on my behalf falsely. Today, I am delivered from it. Every satanic forces attracting evil to my life. Tonight, I take full deliverance. In the name of Jesus, every powers of the enemy terminating the blessings of God in my life. Today, I receive deliverance. Open your mouth, begin to pray. I receive deliverance from false accusation, from evil delays. Powers that are terminating destiny. In the name of Jesus, I am free at last. I will not be accused falsely. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. That was deliverance for us. Now, we are going to pray for deliverance in the areas of our possessions and belongings. Say after me, oh God, I command deliverance and speedy release for every of my possession that are hanging in the pit of darkness. I command their release now by the blood of Jesus. I demand their release now by the blood of Jesus. Every of my blessing that is hanging in the air Hanging on the land, hanging in the sea, I command their release by the blood of Jesus. Open your mouth, begin to pray, 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 pray. Begin to decree that my blessing, that my new next level job, my children that are headbound, my finances that are headbound, even my good health that is head down, I decree is released now. I command release, speedy release. Speedy release by the blood of Jesus. I decree 
whatsoever belong to me, that is held down in the coven of darkness, that is held down in the pit of hell, that is held down by any powers of the enemy, by every priest of Persia in the air, I command you by fire, lose your grip, lose your grip, lose your grip, lose your grip. I decree speedy release of my possession, of my possession. My blessings begin to come to me now. Everything God has ordained for me, come unto me right now. Are you praying right now? Begin to command it. The treasures of the dark places of this world that God has ordained for us, begin to locate me now. Begin to locate me now. In the name of Jesus, Masoke Palamanea, I command speedy release. Speedy release. Speedy release. Speedy release. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Oh, Lord, I receive deliverance by the blood of Jesus from every satanic stronghold, every satanic altars, and every perpetual hills restraining my destiny. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, begin to decree now. Oh Lord, I receive deliverance, total freedom from every stronghold, every satanic altars that are built anywhere and they are ministered against me, that are resisting my destiny, resisting my children, resisting my life. Tonight, I am free at last. I am free at last. My Father, I receive deliverance from every perpetual hills that are manifesting against my life. In the name of Jesus, my Father, my God, I am freed at last. I receive total freedom from every powers that are limiting my destiny. In the name of Jesus, thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You are going to pray and decree, Father, Every powers of setback that are limiting my progress, I command it to be broken tonight by the power in the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, open my begin to pray, Lord. I decree an end to setback for my children, for my life, for my family. I call it to an end now. No more setback. No more setback. No more setback. Every powers of career setback. Marital setback. Academic setback. Spiritual setback. Financial setback. Biological setback. Latoshi Kalamai. Health setback. Be destroyed tonight. I refuse to be setback. I will begin to advance in every area of my life. I will advance in every area of my life. I and the children. And the family that God has given to me, we shall advance on every side. We shall advance on every front. No more setback for us. That admission will no more elude me. That thing you have ordained for me, it shall no more elude me. No more setback. 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 Open your mouth, pray, pray, pray. No more setback. My Father, my God, no more setback. 
in my life, in my marriage, in my household. No more setback. I command every powers of setback. Be destroyed. Be destroyed. Be destroyed. Be destroyed. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. We are going to pray this prayer in another format. Exodus 14, 15. The Bible said, And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore Christ thou unto me, speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. That they go forward. You are going to pray and say, Oh God, as I have been delivered totally tonight, I shall begin to go forward on every side. I shall begin to go forward on every side. No red sea shall be able to stop me anymore. No devil shall be able to stop me anymore. I receive fire to go forward. I receive anointing to advance. Anointing for advancement. I shall begin to go forward. My children shall go forward. In my spiritual life, I will go forward. In my marital life, I will go forward. Academically, I'm going forward. In my ministry, I'm going forward. Nothing is permitted to stop me. Are you praying tonight? I said to my life, go forward. I said to my children, go forward. I speak to my wife, go forward. I speak unto my ministry, go forward. I speak unto my life, go forward. I speak unto the bread of life, go forward. He said, say ye to the children of Israel that they go forward. I said to you, bread of life, go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. I am advancing. I am advancing. Nothing shall stop me. I'm advancing on every side. I am going forward. I am going forward. I am going forward. I am going forward. Grace to go forward. I receive it tonight. I receive it tonight. I receive it tonight. I receive it tonight. I will go forward on every front. Nothing shall limit me anymore. I am breaking through on every side. I am advancing on every front. Spiritually, I'm advancing. Physically, I'm advancing. My household, they are going forward. In every area of our life, begin to decree. Let the Lord hear your voice. I am going forward. No more backwardness. No more limitation. No more hindrances. I am advancing. I am breaking through. I am breaking through on every side. My children are manifesting in advancement. Every area of my life, I am advancing by the blood of Jesus. I am advancing by the blood of Jesus. I am advancing by the blood of Jesus. I am going forward. I am going forward. Nothing shall stop me anymore. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You see how five minutes, as we attempt to be rounding up. You are going to pray and decree, Father, by fire, by force. I decree the deliverance of this land. From every stronghold of the enemies. Every powers of Islamism. From every powers of Hinduism. From every powers of occultic worship. In the name of Jesus. Now open your mouth begin to proclaim over this land. From the east to the west. To the north. To the south. Of the land of Oman. I command deliverance. 
I command deliverance. I command deliverance upon this nation. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree this land is delivered from every satanic hindrances, every powers of the enemy blindfolding this land, be broken up, be destroyed. I command the release of this nation from every stronghold of the devil for their salvation, for their liberation, for the manifestation of the light of Christ in this land, in this land, in this land. I command deliverance. 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 In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Psalms 44, verse 4. Thou art my king, O God. Command deliverance for Jacob. We are going to lift up our hands to our nations and say, Lord, I command deliverance for my nation today. From every stronghold of the enemy, I command deliverance for Nigeria. I command deliverance for the nation of my heritage. I decree deliverance from the hands of strong men. I decree deliverance. I declare deliverance for my nation. Nigeria, you are delivered from the hands of wicked men. You are delivered from the hands of evil men. My nation is free from every powers of occultic forces. In the name of Jesus, I declare deliverance. I declare deliverance upon my nation from the hands of wicked men. I decree every nation represented here tonight free from every harassment, from every satanic strongholds. Ratna Pokashalamia. I decree deliverance, 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 deliverance upon our nations, upon our nations, upon our nations. We decree right now deliverance by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Deliverance from my nation, from every stronghold of the devil. Deliverance from my nation, from every stronghold of the devil. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. It is done. It is done. There is deliverance on every sphere of our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. To round up, we are going to sing this song. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break, to break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Oh yes, to break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. There is anointing rising up. There is an army. There is an army rising up. Singing one more time. 
There is an army rising. What are they doing to break every chain? Break every chain. Break every chain. Oh, yes. Break every chain. Break every chain. You are going to lift up your hand and say, Father, thank you for breaking off every chain from our lives tonight. For terminating every chain of reproach from our lives and from our nations. Thank you, my Father, for total deliverance that has answered in our lives. Every reinforcement of the enemy, let it be broken tonight. Every reinforcement of the powers of darkness that want to stand to put us in chain, they are destroyed tonight. Thank you, Father, for answers. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Put those hands together for Jesus. You may be seated. Father, we thank you for this evening, and we want to thank you for this time, Jesus. We want to thank you for your glory, and we want to thank you for your presence. Father, we just pray that cover this place with your glory. Lord, we are not yet done. We just know that you have something still in stock for us, Lord. We want to go out of this place having received it all, Jesus. Even as we would enter into a time of thanksgiving and giving you glory, we just pray, Jesus, to you alone be all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. I know I have about 20 minutes to finish this. Okay. Turn to your neighbor and say, yuck, it's east. Come on. I know you're feeling sleepy. Just tell your neighbor. I'll make sense. Don't worry. Say, yuck, it's east. Okay, so you're still wondering what I mean. It's the east that you put for your baking. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. If you would taste the east, what would be your reaction of somebody who bakes frequently? If you would just taste east on its own, what would be your reaction? Yuck, right? You're not going to go EP. It's going to be a yuck. And that's exactly what we do, Christians. We take isolated situations in our life, and then we magnify it and say, you know, look at this. God, why am I going through this? Why am I going through this? You make it a yuck. You give a yuck situation to what you are going through. But, you know, you take the same yeast, and it goes through the process, and then there comes this beautiful cookie. And once you taste it, and then you would see that that moment that you were pressed for, had you rejoiced and praised and given thanks to God, because, you know, those were just little moments. Those yeast is required to get that beautiful cookie. And that's exactly what we Christian needs to do. We look at that little, little things that just, that comes your way and you're like, yuck, it hurts me. But God is telling you tonight, these little things are needed. And for you to give thanks to him, because at the end of it, it is these ones that will make you that perfect thing that can be served and that can bring glory to God. Amen. And today, even before we can just start giving thanks to God, you know, I just wanted to tell you, who is enthroned in your family? If there is something else that is enthroned above God, you're going to dethrone that and you're going to enthrone the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords because he desires nobody to be king. He desires to be the king of your family. He desires to be the Lord and Savior of your families tonight. And if there is something, just take a quick moment and just examine and say, Lord, is there something that is enthroned in my family apart from you? Lord, I want to dethrone that. Lord, is it my desires to accomplish things, my desire to see, become famous, popular, or whatever it is, pride, 
whatever is sitting being enthroned. Lord, we say, Lord, we want to dethrone that this evening in the name of Jesus. And we pray, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, mighty God, be enthroned in our praises. Be enthroned. Be the King of our families. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm just going to take five minutes to just bring in a short exaltation. And when we're going to spend some time saying, thank you, Jesus. All right. Everybody game for it. I know it's the last hour of the day, but shout a big hallelujah. hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I'm not sleeping. I'm not done yet. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, in the book of Exodus chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. And a man out of the house of Levi went and took a wife, a daughter of Levi. So the women conceived and bore a son. And when she saw he was a beautiful child, she hid him for three months, but when she could not, could not, could no longer hide him, she took an ark, ark of the bulrushes of him, and dubbed him with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid him in the reeds by the river bank. And his sister stood afar to know what would be done to him. I just want to say of the hands that hide me. You know, I'm talking about Thanksgiving. I am going to make sense of it. You know, Moses was born. He was born in a time. When the enemy said, now these guys are getting very strong and powerful. Let us suppress them. The more he tried to suppress them, the more he tried, the Israelites started growing more. And then he wanted to destroy. At a time when the enemy wanted to destroy, God wanted to build. And the God, at the first time the mother was hiding him. And then, you know, she hid him in for a particular season. And then she had to take him out of the house. The God who hides you in the basket it's the same God, the hands that hid him there in the basket were the same hands that hid him in the riverbank. So no matter what you are going through, it can be painful situations. The same hand hides you. So you don't have to go around looking at yourself and start feeling sorry and pitiful for all that you are going for because the hands that hides you in the basket is the same hands that hides you in the river by the banks of the river. When it, he moved out of the house into the riverbank, the risk was more. But he grew out of that and when he went there, all through this, God is at work. You are nobody. Don't ever exalt yourself higher and say, God, why do I have to go through this? Why only me? Humble yourself and say, thank you, Jesus, because it is east. It is yuck, but the end result is a cookie that is, that is beautiful and that brings glory to God. Amen. So every situation, the hands that hid you in the basket, it's the same hands that hid you by the banks of the river. And, you know, through it all, remain in the flow. Remain in his purpose. Remain where God wants you to be, giving him glory. And in due course, he would accomplish through your life only what he can accomplish. Amen. I just have, I just have to very quickly go. There is one more part that I liked. His First Samuel 16, 5. And then I'll read verse 12 and 13. And, and he said, peaceably, I have come to sacrifice to you. This is Samuel is going to the house of Jesse. And the Lord, uh, the, uh, sorry, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourself and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to sacrifice. Then I go to verse 12. So he sent and brought him out. So David was not there and Samuel asked, where is he? And then he, David comes and I say, so he sent and brought him in. Now he was Ruddy, and, ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brother. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. You can look at this. The, the so-called father's favored, good looking, well-built, 
brothers are brought in first. And Samuel tells them, sanctify them, consecrate yourself and get ready. All right? And then there's this nobody who was taking care of a few sheep who was there in the wilderness. And God says, these are not the guys, there is somebody else. And then he is, who's it? And then David is brought. I like this part because when David is brought, God doesn't say, go sanctify him, consecrate him. When David comes in, God tells one of the greatest prophets, stand up and anoint him because he's the one. Though this person is walking in the wilderness, forgotten by his father, and has no, has got real no meaning, but even then he is there, he is walking in consecration and sanctification before the Lord, that when he walks in that, he didn't have to go through this sanctification and purification, that he comes and God anoints him. I, what I'm trying to tell you is that you could be forgotten, you could be the least, you could be in the wilderness, you could be going through the the toughest time. Walk in purity and purpose before God and be thankful to Him for all that He has done because in due time when you come and stand there, you are prepared for what the Lord has for you in store. Purification, consecration, be thankful in every situation. Is it the wilderness? What is in your hand is a harp and a sling. Use it for the glory of God because in due season, the Lord will require of you only of the harp and the sling, not of what else. So it was the harp and the sling which was in His hand which He used to thank God in the wilderness that the Lord took those same things and made him give glory to him. So in every situation, don't, don't look at where you are. Isolated, in the wilderness, nobody see a few sheep. Give him thanks, give him glory because in due time, the Lord will accomplish through you and only through you what he can do. Shall we just rise up to our feet and just remember that it is east, it is yuck. But remember that these moments that you look at and you say, why guard me? Why guard me? God has a purpose. Thank him for what you're going through. Lift your voice and say, God, it is yeast. It, is, it doesn't taste good. But I thank you for this. I thank you, Jesus, for these yuck moments of my life. So I feel, why am I, am I the only one? You, you know, it's a self-righteousness that makes you feel not good enough to go through what God go, makes you to go through. Just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, sickness, bad reports, Lord, jobless situation, threat, I am going to say thank you, Jesus. I'm going to say thank you, Jesus, because the purpose is I would come out as a cookie that will bring glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. You know, just the other part is that we need, we need to develop this attitude of gratitude. This is something that you build. You know, there are some things that we pray and we wait upon God. And then once we get it, you got it. And then you slowly start drifting, slowly start drifting. You saw the manna, but you're no more grateful for the manna. You saw the Red Sea spot, you're no more grateful for the Red Sea. But to be, to have a heart of gratitude, it is a constant, steady effort that you have to put time in and again. Remind you, ask God for that grace and for that Holy, and for Holy Spirit to guide you in every situation to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You could see that, you know, the Israelites forgot God. And I just want to show you one verse in, in, uh, in Deuteronomy 14, verse 1 to 4. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and their people wept that night. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation congregation said to them, if only we had died in the land of Egypt, or only if we had died in the wilderness. And then I'll just go to verse 26 and says, and the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and said, how long shall I bear with this evil congregation who complain against me? I have heard the complaint with the children, with the children of Israel make against me. Say to them, as I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so will I do to you. This, I'm just telling you, they complain, and God said, so shall it be done to you. 
And this, I mean, this will not be our portion in Jesus' name. We're just going to be thankful to God. Lord, in everything, I don't want to be like the Israelites. I want to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because I want to inherit that promised land. I don't want to die in the wilderness. I don't, want, I don't want to live a life which has no purpose. But, Father, I am making a conscious effort to remain in a state with a, the heart of gratitude. Lord, I will not drift away from gratitude, but every moment of my life, I want to wake up and make a conscious effort. The good, the bright mornings, the sunny mornings, the rainy days, the windy days, to say thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, guide me. Me, grant me the grace that in through it all that I would say thank you. I would say thank you. Never to say thank you. Never to cease to say thank you. Because you are in control of my life. Because you are in control of my life. You are Alpha. You are Omega. You know the end from the beginning. And I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanksgiving is a spiritual warfare. You know, because if you would ask, what is the will of God for my life, if most of the time we are figuring out what is the will of the God, am I a pastor, a preacher, teacher, evangelist, apostles? But the basic thing is the will of the Lord is to give thanks in all situations. And when you are giving thanks to God and you're telling God, I thank you for everything that is happening around. And when you say that, you know, what happens is you're surrendering into God's hands and you're trusting him. And when you trust him, you would always see when God, the Israelites would sin, repent, but when they would come and cry out and say, God, we're depending on you. When they surrender to him, he would come down and deliver and he would fight and set them free. And that's what God says. When you humble yourself and say, God, Lord, thank you for all that you've done. Lord, we trust in you. You're bringing the works of the enemy underneath your feet. Thanksgiving is warfare. Thanksgiving is not just not a words that you say. It is a warfare where you're work, destroying the works of the enemy underneath your feet. You can crush the head of the enemy underneath your feet because you are surrendering and you're coming under the lordship of the almighty God. Start saying, thank you, Jesus. If there are specific situations in your life that you want to put the enemy to shame, say, thank you, Jesus. Is it a health condition? You want to say, thank you, Jesus. The doctor have just said this is not going to work out but you this is warfare thanksgiving is warfare thanksgiving is warfare crush the head of the enemy in the name of Jesus underneath your feet by saying thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord in Jesus name we have prayed amen amen thanksgiving in Psalms 100 chapter 4 verse 4 it says you know, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. To get an intimate relationship with God, it is thanksgiving and praise that paves the way for an intimate relationship with God. To know the master's heart, to know who he is and what he is, to know his purpose, to know what breaks his heart. The first step is thanksgiving. So let us say, Jesus, I want to thank you. I want to praise you because, Lord, this paves the way to have an intimate and a close relationship with you, God. Lord, I thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for everything, Lord Jesus. Thank you for life. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for grace. Thank you for everything, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you thanks because it is a way that we build and develop this intimate relationship with you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When nothing seems to be happening, thank him just as Abraham did, and it says in Romans 4, 20 says, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory, giving thanks to God. Nothing seems to be happening. You prayed, you labored, you fasted, you did everything right, you served, nothing seems to be happening. 
This is your night to say thank you. And as I said, thanksgiving is warfare. You're bringing the works of the enemy underneath your feet. Say, start saying thank you for that situation that doesn't seem to change. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for those instances that are becoming so tough and unbearable, Lord Jesus. Because I know that the promise awaits there. Thank you for the patience. Thank you for the strength to be patient. Thank you for the grace to be patient. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In, in, you know, when, the, you know, when Daniel was said that if you would worship anybody else apart from the king, you know, you would be thrown into the lion's den. But Daniel did not deter that, but would go and do his habit of being in the presence of God, would continue praying three times a day. Even when there is fear and people trying to threaten you of various things that is going to happen, make it a habit to praise God. Because you know you could be in the lion's den, but he is bigger than the, bigger than the lion to, to, to make the lion look dumb in your presence. You know, he is a big God. So even through the most, the enemy would try to put fear and incite fear. And in these days when persecution increases, just say, God, no matter what fear comes my way, I'm going to thank you. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to walk in your ways. I would continue doing what you have called me to do. My purpose for creation is to worship you in the land of the living and I would not cease to do that in the name of Jesus. No matter what fear comes my way, no matter what governments comes my way, no matter what decrees comes against me, I will not cease to thank you. I will not cease to praise you because Father, this is what I have been created to do, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In Joshua chapter 11 verse 20, it says, if the enemy looks too strong, in, can somebody read Joshua eleven twenty for sorry? Sorry. Hallelujah, we're still awake. Amen. 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 We're just going to thank God yet again because you know what? The, if the enemy looks very hard and very strong, remember, it could take a little bit of time. And as we are thanking God and as we are praising God, the enemy will be utterly destroyed. You know, he'll be put to shame completely. All his work, there will not be a trace of something that he would want to leave. The Egypt, the Pharaoh's heart was hardened, 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 hardened to the point that he would come chase and all his armies will be drowned in that Red Sea. The enemy was utterly destroyed because God hardened the heart of the enemy. All right, today your situation looks a hardened enemy. Just rejoice and praise him and thank him because in due season the enemy will be utterly destroyed. You will not see a trace of what he intended to do in your life. Is it a sickness? You have the doctors called it a terminal condition. If, does it look like a phase that will never change? Thank him. Because in due season, you would see that the enemy would not even be able to leave a trace. Lord, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for the enemies that tries to oppress us, that look so tough to beat, Lord. We want to thank you, Jesus. We want to praise you, Lord. We want to say thank you, Lord, because in due time... <clears throat> 
you will utterly destroy the enemy, Lord. We would search for him and we would find no trace of his existence or what he tried to do, Lord, because you would be completely destroyed. And not only that, through our generations, that this, this thing that marks that he wants to leave will never be found because he's been utterly destroyed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I've got a long way to go, but I'll just cut short. Let's just take a few moments to just say thank you, Lord. Thank Him for the salvation of your soul. Say thank you, Jesus, for salvation. Thank Him for your family and the grace that is bestowed upon you. Thank you, Jesus, for grace. Thank Him for Jesus who paid the price and paved the way, paid the way by the blood of by His precious blood. Thank Him that He never left you nor forsook you. Thank Him because He provided in mysterious ways for you. He was He has been Jehovah Jireh. He has proved himself to be Jehovah Shalom, time and again restoring peace over your family. He has been El Shaddai, the Almighty God. Thank him for that. Thank him because he's been El Shaddai. Thank him that he removed your sickness and proved he was Jehovah Rapha. Thank you that. Thank him that he made a way when there seems to be no way. When Thank him that when there was hopeless situation, he was the hope. Thank him. Thank him for that. Thank him that he reversed every situation in your life. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Give him praise. Thank him that he rest restored your prayer lives. Thank him that he restored the reading of the word. Your family prayers were altered. Your family prayer altars, your personal prayer altars were restored. If you were in backsliding, thank him that he restored you back and that you are back and walking and in a perfect relationship with him. If you are, let's start. Thank him for the church. Thank him for the leadership. Thank him that the Lord leads and gives wisdom that the Lord is the ruler of this church and the Lord has his way. Thank him for that. Thank him. Thank him. Give him glory. Give him glory in every impossible situation. When every time you wanted to give him, God turned up. God surprised you. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are a mighty God. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him in this church that every time that you receive a word of motivation, a word of encouragement that helps you going, helps you to serve him. Thank him that if it was, if it was for your children's education and the Lord surprised you, and if it is for the concerning your future of your children, the Lord is still in control. So thank him, thank him. If there is if there is reports that you're waiting for that is inciting fear into you, thank him, thank him, because he is above every report. If you are trusting for a miracle, thank him, thank him, because the Lord is still in control. Hallelujah. If you're trusting for the nations to be washed by the blood of Jesus, thank him, because the blood of Jesus is going to wash our nations, and it has been due time. Every knee will confess. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that our nations, from the north to the south to the east to the west will be washed by the blood of Jesus. The rulers will be people that the Lord puts to rule. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Just as a last conclusion, I believe and I know that we had a breakthrough on victory night, right? And those of you still haven't seen your breakthrough and you're still believing God for your breakthrough, just start thanking him and the Lord is going to turn up. All right. Thank him. Thank him till you see your breakthroughs and you will come up with testimony. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In my spirit, I sense that I, this would happen, but I still didn't see it. I'm going to thank you. I'm going to thank you. I'm going to praise you. Nothing is going to, I'm not going to cease praising you, thanking you because my breakthrough is on my way. My breakthrough is on my way. Shout it out. My breakthrough is on my way in the name of Jesus. Breakthrough in every area. In, be it 
it my finances, be it my health, be it my worship. There is a breakthrough. There is a breakthrough. And I praise you, Jesus. It was not a one-day event or what's not one evening. It is a transformation of life. And we are giving you glory this evening. We are giving you praise. We are giving you worship. We are giving you thanks. We would not cease to thank you till we would see our breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. East is yuck, but I will yet praise him. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He is good. All the time. Praise him so much. Luke 5.17, the paralytic is brought to Jesus Christ. There's faith. And Jesus Christ forgives his sins. And the man is healed. In John 5, at the pool of Bethsaida, many are the invalids who are lying there. But there's a one man for 38 years he has been waiting for a deliverance. And when Jesus comes, he says, I have no man. But today we have a man in the name Jesus Christ. Because he said, do you want to be well? And the man said, I have no man. But Jesus said, here I am. I have come that it may be well with you. Amen. So tonight, Jesus is present that it may be well with you. Dan Daniel 6.10. Daniel is in the den of lions. So that's a, a moment of complaining, like many of us. But it is through that experience that God demonstrates how much he cares for Daniel. The king who sealed the door, the opening to the den of lions is the one who is caused to intercede for Daniel throughout the night. The Bible says he went fasting for Daniel the entire night. He's the one who put him there, but he was now fasting for him. The many pe people who are ganged against you, it will be their turn to pray that it be well for you. Amen. Because terrible will be their times. For the, as long as you're suffering, their times will be multiplied Amen. terribly. Praise the Lord. So it will force them to pray for you out of that situation. In the book of Esther, chapter 8, a man is determined to de destroy the children of Israel. He lays all his plans and everything is sealed. He, he just looks forward to celebrating the execution. But then God at the 11th hour reverses the whole story. Your story shall be reversed. Your story is going to be reversed. A scepter of favor shall be presented to you. And you'll have a deliverance in your life. We looked at Luke chapter 8 verse 22. And so the storms, they were swelling around the boat. And these people had despaired. But the Bible says, the king of glory rose up. And when the king of glory rises up, he commands every situation to submit even the winds and the storms submitted on that day. And the men were left wondering, what manner of man is this? 
we shall wonder in our families, we shall wonder in our lives. What manner of God is this that we serve? He reverses terrible times in our lives. He causes things to work into our favor. There was a man who trusted God so much in the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel. And the Bible records very clearly, year in, year out, this man was faithful to serve God. And he did it so faithfully. But there was one thing that the devil had stuck into the family of that man. That one of the wives did not have a baby. That was the area that the devil will provoke the family every other time. But there was a, this woman who determined herself that I'm going to trust God and to wait upon him. And the Bible says that when it came to the time she was crying to God, God remembered her and gave her a child because she sought for a baby boy. Praise the Lord. I don't know which baby boy you have been seeking for in your life, but God is well able to perform it in our lives today. Praise the Lord. I would like us to say this quickly where you are. If you need a prayer, because of the time that is fast spent, if you need prayer, will you just raise up your hand and put it on your head, wherever you are? I want you to trust that God, the God we pray, the God we call upon, is well able to do exceedingly above. Pastor Sean. I want you to remember that God that we are praying to is able to set you free and to deliver you from that situation. Are you praying? Let the hand of God come upon you. Come upon that desire. For a turn around, a touch from heaven. Upon that desire, a touch from heaven. The hand of God upon your life. A touch from the Lord. A touch from the Lord. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Ezekiel chapter 8 verse 1. Open it. And let that hand remain on your head. <laughs> I'm sure you know we are in the sixth month. Because today is the first day of the month. I'd like to wish you a happy new month. <laughs> But something will happen this month that you will never recover from the remaining days of your life. And it came to pass. Look at your neighbor and tell him or her, it is coming to pass for me. <laughs> and it came to pass in the sixth year, in the sixth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I sat in my house, and the elders of Judah sat before me that the hand of the Lord God fell there upon me. <laughs> it came to pass as I sat there, as I sat before the Lord, just as we have done today, said the hand of God fell upon me and everything turned. 
that hand comes upon you now. Everything will turn around in your favor. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. Now hear this. There are some of us. This is actually our sixth year in Oman. This is specific. (laughs) In the sixth year. The sixth month. Are you here? The hand of God came down on the fifth day of the month. Write it down. Because you will see it as written in the name of Jesus. You will see it as written in the name of Jesus. Now that's a specific word for you. Now there are specific words for somebody again. And the Holy Ghost said to me that this month your star shall begin to rise. Uh, your star shall begin to rise. In your office, it shall begin to rise. In your family, it shall begin to rise. Now, there are some of us, we have challenges with hearing, but this month, it will clear off. Physically and spiritually, your hearing shall become clear. In the name of Jesus It shall be a month of unprecedented order of favor leading to all-round fruitfulness. All-round fruitfulness. In the name of Jesus. Somebody is moving from the valley to the mountaintop. You are changing level this month. In the name of Jesus. Now, just around 12, 11, I got an SMS there of the birth of a new baby. Amen. It's the first month. It's the first day of the sixth month. Now, when you look at Luke chapter 1, the Bible said that the angel went to visit Mary. What did he go to do? To announce the birth of Jesus. It's a prophetic month. We are celebrating breakthrough this month. And it is your breakthrough. Let me hear a loud Amen. Now, we are going to gather to celebrate breakthrough this month. And it shall be your breakthrough. Breakthrough in your body. Breakthrough in your heart. In your finances. In every area of your life. In the name of Jesus. So, i like us to, before we go home, do justice to thanksgiving. I tell them in intercession, on the first of every month, you blow the trumpet. So blow the trumpet in the new moon. And then God will remove your, sh- your shoulder from everybody. All the hard, hard challenges will clear off. One of our sisters in one of those meetings, he said, every time I wake up, there will be pain. There will be everything. I don't know, Pastor, what's happening. I said, okay, when you get home, today is first. You do this one and come and tell me what happened after it. Everything cleared as if it never came. Whatever is troubling you will clear today. It will clear today. In the name of Jesus. So we are going to sing two or three minutes and blow the trumpet. Let every devil be mad. You'll be madder. Say, this month is prophetic and I must hit breakthrough. You will hit it. You will hit it big. 
in the name of Jesus. Uh, first, I want us to pray concerning Pastor that the Lord will perfect his health. Now, he has had to leave to go home and rest because of that accident. He's not able to stand for a long time. Amen. I'm sure you know that that was a mighty deliverance. Now, I said this is the year of harvest. And during the harvest, Jordan overflows its banks. How many had it? <laughs> that it means contrary flow of wickedness. I said it on this altar. In the year of harvest. And some fellows are watching. <laughs> Amen? But then, when the enemy comes in like a flood, said the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Amen? So we are going to pray, Lord, perfect the health of your servant and his wife and everyone towards whom that attack came. Perfect their health. Cause their health to recover. Are you praying for God's servant? Lord, restore health unto him and heal him of every wound. Heal him of every wound. Everyone, everyone that at that attack came upon, upon whom that contrary wind blew, let their health be perfected. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Then we are going to pray, Father, let no wind of the wicked hit any of our members again. We forbid it this morning. Are you praying? We rebuke any contrary wind of hell against any one of us. Our going out, our coming in. We rebuke it, we rebuke it, we refuse it. Somebody make that declaration quickly. In our camp this month and throughout this year of harvest, no contrary wind, no evil report, no accident of any kind, no mishap in any way. There shall be no loss. There shall be no evil report. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. No, there is one song I taught them in intercession. I feel like singing it, but you may not know it. Amen. But we are going to dance. If you want to go home, you are free to go home. No problem. But I'm going to dance for two minutes to this God that brought us into the new month. To this God that did not allow our pastor to go like that. To this God that gave somebody a new brain. To this God that delivered from evil. I want to bless this God of the breakthrough. This God that is too faithful to fail. Amen? Now, you will see wonders this month. You will see. Uh, where, is, where are all these people? Are they sleeping? Come here, my friend. Romeo, come and play. Two minutes. We, we need to dance and praise God. Are you here? Praise the Lord. Because God is too faithful to fail. And he will show up again in our lives. Amen? I say it will show up again in our lives. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I come before you today. Pray it. 
And there's just one thing that I want to say. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done in the life. Hallelujah. For all the blessings that I cannot see. Thank you, Lord. for you in the name of Jesus thank you father Lord once again for delivering your servant and his family from that attack on their life the enemy meant it for evil but you turned it around we are grateful that we are not crying or weeping or mourning our pastor and his family today Lord we thank you that we are not mourning any member of this church today. Lord, we thank you. That you still, that agent of hell, 
and prevented their attack from seeing the light of day. We thank you. We bless your name. Thank you for your covenant of protection that is thick upon every member of this church. We give you all the praise. As we go, we go in your presence. We return later today to continue the dancing. Blessed be your name in Jesus' precious name. Now great things God has done and he's asking me to tell you, you are there. God is saying in closing, he will yet do greater things for you this month. What you saw before shall not be compared to what you will see this month. God will arise for you and your story will change. Your level will change. Even your dancing will change. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever.